All right, everybody, thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans, sponsored by Lionbolt Media. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Now, our very special guest in Future Time today, I am so excited to announce Carrie Shell on the show. I mean, this is incredible opportunity for everybody out there. So Carrie, thank you so much for taking the time. It's an honor to have you on the show. Oh, thank you, Greg, for having me. I'm super pumped. This is incredible. And I, again, I can't wait to just dive into the series of questions. Really, everybody out there to get to know you deeper as a person, a professional, and really just setting that bar for the real estate world and industry. So uh, I guess without further ado, Carrie, let's just start with the first question, which is telling everybody just a little bit about yourself. Sure. Well, the first uh, notable thing is that I have three children under five and I'm pregnant again. So, Congrats. Um, thank you. So I'm going to have four children under five. Wow. Um, and I'm super pumped about that. So I'm really big on setting up business so you can live the life you want to live and have the time with your family that you want. So you'll hear that trend and the things that I'm talking about, about scaling a business that is profitable and leads to you having the lifestyle that you want, but also is set up for you to have the time. I think that that's really, really important. Wow. I, and, and again, Carrie, I mean, for, for everybody out there who's watching and listening, if you've been under a rock and you don't happen to know who Carrie is, um, absolutely incredible real estate professional, one of the best and brightest minds when it comes down to real estate professionalism all the way through and through, one of the best teams highest rated in the country. I mean, you're, you're dominating the DC metro area. I mean, billions of dollars in production. I mean, the accolades go on and on and on and on. But um, I just, I really can't wait to dive into that portion. But before we get into, I guess, kind of the advisory stuff and what everybody's really, really wanting to sink their teeth into is, Carrie, I want, I want people to know a little bit more about you and what got you into the business in the first place. Like, why real estate? I and mean, what was your initial thought to where you are to today? Sure. Uh, well, I had a really difficult decision. So I went to Penn State. Okay. Uh, I grew up moving a lot. So I'll say that I was real estate was kind of part of my, my upbringing because I was, i moved 13 times before I was 18. So it was a lot. Oh. Right. So I went to Penn state and I was really torn between being the Oscar Meyer wiener girl okay. traveling around the country, which seemed like a very good opportunity right. and working for a new construction builder. Hmm. And I ended up going a responsible route and working wow. for the builder and I loved it. I fell oh, in really? love with the business. Okay. And if you asked me growing up, if I would have become a real estate agent, I would have definitely said no. Like we had so many tough experiences. I lived in temporary housing and I'm from a family of four children. Wow. Okay. Like temporary housing, two bedroom, four kids, two parents, our dogs. Like it was, it was insane many times. Wow. Um, but what I fell in love with about the real estate industry was being able to take care of people. And I felt like on the new construction side, automatically I got so much gratification from being able to help people build their home and design it. Hmm. And then I'll tell you, um, I'm a driven sales professional, right? So my oh. motivation is like, I, I loved the idea of being a hundred percent commission. Hmm. Uh, but the model I was selling in, and some people may have a situation in their career that they've been in like this. Um, I was taking all the risk because I was a hundred percent commission, but they hmm. didn't, the builder I was working for didn't have the land positioning to allow me to sell. Wow. 
So it was a hundred percent commission, but I could only sell two homes a year or two, uh, not a year, a month. Okay. So imagine though, I would do that on the first day of the month. And then the rest of the month, I'd be like, please God, give me something else to do. <laughs> like I want to talk to more people and I want to have more opportunity. And so I ended up transitioning into condominium sales hmm. and I helped um, developers all over the DC metropolitan really figure out the sales strategy. I managed the sales teams. Wow. And then in 2008, hmm. I thought, what perfect timing to go into business for myself. Right? So, Better. Um, of course, that's the exact time frame that I went into general brokerage. Mm. And my thought process there, um, it was interesting because it wasn't the desire to go into general brokerage actually that, mm. that had me transition. Okay. My mentor, and I'm somebody who really values coaching and mentorship. Like it's been huge in my life. And the person who worked for the condo developer that I was, um, the sales firm that I was working for, that was my boss and mentor came to me and said, I'm leaving and I'd like you to come with me. But I totally understand if you don't, you know, if you don't want to do this at that point, I was making great money. Hmm. I had an amazing opportunity where I was getting the, the deliveries were immediate. So in new construction sales, some people are selling a year out, so they don't get paid till a year later. Right. right. I was like, hello, Greg, you're buying and collecting the check because I had something immediate, right? Mm -hmm. So I was like living the in the the life, right? Hmm. But I decided that if I were to follow someone that I would want to learn from, Marianne was the person I would want to learn from the most. Wow. And so it made my decision easy. Hmm. And she had a $50 million investor that that was looking to buy bulk short sales and foreclosures which in okay. 2008 i'm just seeing opportunity right, right? i'm like this is going to be amazing so um here's the point where it starts to go like this okay so three weeks later the investor buys a hotel and i wake up one day and i'm like oh my gosh i'm a real estate agent and my mentor told me I already have enough wealth to live for the rest of my life and leave tons of money to my kids. And so if this investor doesn't move forward, I'm out. Wow. And I knew that before I left my job, that was very cushy making a lot of money. Yeah. And so I woke up and I'm like, oh, I need to find a client and sell a house. And I remember laughing out loud, like, huh. whoa, okay. My life wow. is so different than I thought it was going to be. Unreal. And the $50 million is in this hotel. And so this is not an account that I'm going to have. Right. And then I started building the business and mm. I just, I loved it. Wow. Unbelievable. And when you're talking about that progression and obviously that time frame, so 2008, all that happened. And then, you know, continually, I mean, to be nationally ranked at where you are, um, you know, as team in production, and then also locally through the DC metro area, I mean, being number one, from, from I guess from 2008 to that time frame, what, what did it look like for growth and scale? And, 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 you know, just for everybody, just to get an idea of kind of where, what you went through to get to where you're at. Sure. Yeah. So the first thing was recognizing that I didn't have the training or support in my brokerage, mm -hmm. right? And I think a lot of people are expecting that. Right. And they join and they're 100% commission. And so their results are 100% what they produce. And there's something that's so amazing and rewarding about that. But it's also scary. And so I remember um, my brokerage was a circle. And I remember walking in the circle, just like looking for somebody <laughs> that I could ask a question that might be willing to help me, uh, right? Yeah. 
And it was a very long circle of nothing, right? Like a lot of people weren't in the office. The people that were kind of fell in two categories. They were either super stressed out because they were really successful or really not successful. And those are the ones that you tried to avoid eye contact when you were walking the circle because you yes. didn't want advice from somebody who wasn't succeeding, right? Right, sure. So when I was looking for a mentor at that stage of my career, I really couldn't find one at my brokerage okay. and that was something that was a little scary for me. Hmm. So I went to in 2010, so I was kind of drifting okay. from when I got in in 2008 to early 2010. Okay. I went to this real estate event and I remember it was like a spam email. Sure. It was like, do you want to generate more leads, make more money and have an unbelievable life? And I'm like, yes, yeah, who I, doesn't? Do. Yeah, I, I want to go to that. Like <laughs> sign me up. Right. So I took a leap of faith and I went and that is what changed my career and my life forever because I got to be in the room with really successful real estate agents Hmm. that showed me, Hey, if I can do this, you can do this. And so for me, social proof was so amazing. As soon as I realized these people are scaling amazing teams, Mm -hmm. once I saw it, I thought I can do that too. And so 2010, I would say from 2010 to 2015, I went from 21 sales to 365. Unreal. So I scaled pretty quickly from there. And this year we're on track to do a thousand transactions to give you some perspective. That is huge, Carrie. And when you're talking about that, and I love that you laid the foundation for everybody who is watching or listening is because, again, that didn't happen overnight. You, you were able to position yourself and put yourself in front of other like-minded individuals and people that were really pushing that next level and you put the work in and you put the time in and you built that reputation and longevity in your career to where you are today. So I love that story, super inspiring. I, I wanna go into the next portion, which will give everybody a deeper window into you as well. It's really that why question, Carrie. So, I mean, if you could you know, really explain to everybody, you know, what gets you excited every day out of bed every morning to do what you do to the level that you do it at? What are your drivers? What what are your whys? Sure. So I'm highly emotional. And sometimes when I talk about my whys, I cry and I'm pregnant. So just so you know, it might happen and don't panic. Nope. I'm totally Uh, fine with that. (laughs) So whenever I tell, I talk to my team and we're like all together, we do quarterly offsites. We just had one. I cried like four times. I'm like, I'm obviously pregnant. (sighs) Um, But it's, it's really that being surrounded by people that inspire me. It's always what's driven me, like being part of a team. So when I was playing softball, it was being part of my softball team and like keeping everybody in the right mindset. And like that, that has driven me. Right. So today building this team of incredible people with resilient mindsets that are adaptable and hungry and Mm -hmm. want to serve their clients. Like they inspire me every day and they make me wake up like what other challenges can we take on? Hmm. And then I think family is a real inspiration to me as well. So not only like on my team, we realized a couple of years ago there was a problem and it's what I used to see. If you remember in my, in my days back in Remax land, sure. when I was walking that dark uh, hallway in a circle, mm-hmm. I was seeing that people who were really successful were actually miserable. That's why I couldn't find a mentor wow. because I didn't want to follow in their footsteps because I didn't like the life they lived. Hmm. And what I realized as a leader, I was able to put myself in a position where I had that work-life balance because of my team. 
Okay. But what I wanted for them and their future was them to have that balance as well. Hmm. And so that's something that I believe drives me tremendously as well, giving hmm. them the life that they want as well and wow. the unlimited income potential. Huh. I mean, Carrie, when you're talking about, and just breaking that down in, in my mind, obviously it's, it's something that's, that's greater than yourself. And you're looking at it from the team atmosphere. And I know that I, at least I can hopefully say this the right way is as much as your team inspires you, I would bet to say that you inspire them just as much, if not more. And I, I think that that's reciprocal, right? Those are healthy relationships, healthy teams is everybody elevates everybody and, and we all have different expertise and knowledge and no one knows it all, but we learn and grow from each other, but you are guilty by association. And I love that you surround yourself with greatness. And, and I think that giving back to them and the balance that you were able to achieve in your life, right? Because of your family and that nature, looking at them and saying, I want this for you and more. I mean, that's, that's what I would dream and I would love for every real estate professional to look at their lives and look at their teams the same way. Unfortunately, that's not the reality, but looking and listening to somebody like you, again, that's a beautiful and a big reason why I'm just so honored to have you on the show is you're really setting that expectation in that bar. It, it can be done. It can be done with work and the right systems and really the right culture and team, but you got to put the time in and work and, and you're living proof. Your team's living proof. So anybody who's naysaying, here we go. Here it is, right? So I just think that's beautiful. It's about your family and it's about your extended family, right? So I just, I love those whys. They're super strong um, going through. So the next question into this, Carrie, which, which is a crowd pleaser for the audience, everybody wants to learn and grow as the Titans do. And I think getting perspective from somebody who's walked the talk, who's actually lived that life um, is extremely compelling. So if you could look back at your career thus far, and pick or choose a few things that you added or implemented to your business that you really saw a change. You saw a, an uptick or adjustment. What's that look like for you? What advice would you give to anybody watching or listening? Sure. So the number one thing I would say is don't wait long to surround yourself with amazing people. Wow. Like if you meet someone amazing and you're having that internal conflict, like, can I do this? The answer is yes, you can. Like if you have to sacrifice a little bit personally in order to grow professionally and to change someone else's life in the process, like I cannot tell you how many real estate agents I've coached and talked to that have said, oh, I can't hire an assistant yet. And I'm like, why not? Like wow. what is getting in the way? And sometimes it's the financial decision, right? Sure. Sometimes it's actually freedom. Hmm. There's um, a limiting belief that people have with hiring that then they're going to have this confined and someone else that they have to watch out for. And it's going to create all this extra work. But when you set up the relationship with the person you hire correctly and you hire to compensate for your weaknesses, mm. it's the most freeing thing in the world. And you're so much better together. Like my right hand in my business today, Kat is someone that like, we just had her annual review, her first okay. year annual review. We both cried because she changes my life every single day mm. by being so amazing and anticipating my needs. And so I think the, the core message here is like, just don't focus. And I'll tell you how to get over the fear. Sure. Don't focus on a year. When you focus on someone's income for a year, it's very scary. Mm. Know that if they're doing their job well and you onboard them correctly and set the right expectations, there's going to be an ROI on them in 90 days. Okay. That's my 
That's my opinion on the ROI timeframe mm -hmm. when the training is correct. Now, if you just grab them, pull them in the car with you and wish that it's going to work out, it's probably going to be a waste of money, right? There has to be a system and a process. So, and the process has to be duplicatable. So mm, a lot of agents right. set themselves up to feel like they are a unicorn. Mm. And the truth of the matter is that's your ego getting in the way of your next level and your vision, wow. right? Cause you are not the only one who can do real estate. There are people succeeding going in all over the country. So it's not just about you. It's about you figuring out what it is that you do well and how to transfer that to someone else. Wow. And so um, once you get over that and you say 90 days, can I afford it for 90 days? Hmm. Then you're going to be unlocked and all of the sudden, just look at it this way. Where are you spending your time and how can you delegate the hours that aren't the best of use of your time to somebody else who might be better at those activities so you can do more of what drives revenue? Wow. A huge perspective. And, and again, uh, Carrie, you know these things through being a practitioner of, of what you're saying. And, and I love that advice. And there's, you know this, there's so many professionals that would love to take it up to another level or to, to leverage or to automate something. But there's that fear driver, the financial fear, the, the unicorn effect. But I love that you put it. And it, it's not to put anybody down. Look, it, it is an ego thing. So I think getting over the fact that you're not the only one that you can do what you do, but there's certain things that you do very, very well, bringing on other people to kind of fill those gaps or the different pieces of the puzzle put together to make the picture, you know, I think is really, really great advice. And it's sound, it just, and it's something that hopefully anybody who out there is watching or listening, it really resonates with you and, and you can apply that at any level, right, Carrie? I mean, there's no restrictions on time frame. I mean, it, it, there's a different time for everybody, but um, I mean, any advice to that? Anybody who's thinking, okay, well, I, I believe that and I buy into it. When is the right time? If there is a right time, what's your opinion there? Yes. I'm so glad you asked that. No one's ever asked me that, oh, but okay. I'll tell you my, my opinion is that a lot of coaches teach their clients to wait way too long, mm. right? I hired my first assistant when I did 19 transactions. And okay. a lot of people would say 19 transactions. You didn't need assistant. You were inefficient, like blah, blah, mm. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you're probably right. I vacationed a lot. I had a lot of fun and I was really happy in my life. Right. And I knew that I wanted to grow, right? So I think that you have to make the decision for you. And when my coaching clients say, am I ready to hire an assistant? Well, one person is tapping out for the time that they want to happily spend in their business hmm. in a different place than another. So it's not one size fits all. It's about analyzing your own weaknesses. For me, I had like a huge red flag weakness. And I actually had a coach who told me, if you will not do this, you need to leave the industry. And I could have listened. I could have been in a different, I could have been the Oscar Mayer Wiener girl right now, right? <laughs> Which would have been okay, but you know, then we wouldn't be talking right now, Carrie, and you wouldn't be sharing all this knowledge with everybody. So I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad. So, so the one thing that he told me was the inside sales agent job. So converting the leads was the role that I, as the CEO needed to keep the longest or as the founder, as the team leader, like mm -hmm. that's where all the money was made. And so, um, because that's how he grew, mm -hmm. he was forcing that idea on me. Hmm. And I was at a point where I saw the vision of growing a team, but I also knew myself well enough to know if it's something I don't enjoy doing, like, I think you already get this about me. Mm -hmm. I want to love my life. 
right? And I didn't want to sit and Mm. make the calls and be on my phone within two minutes of a lead coming in to make sure I was converting it. And so I hired three ISAs, like right off, right out of the gate. And I said, this is something that I have to master. And so even though it was a huge weakness in me and as a solo agent, it could have caused me to fail. Mm. I moved into growth mode past that so quickly so that when I started investing money in leads, I had the ISAs to help convert it. So I wasn't just wasting money. Wow. And I think a lot of agents start generating the leads and then they don't call them. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, statistics tell us that that is, that is not my opinion. That is a fact. Correct. 82% of the leads that are paid for are never called back. It's right? so sad. So sad. It's so sad. And so in my, in my opinion, I was honest with myself about my weakness. And that's what I'll say to those of you out there. If you're not going to do something, if you're never going to put all of your past clients into a CRM and create a gifting program and follow up with them and show them love and deepen your relationship, hire somebody to do it. I promise you the ROI on that time is there. It's just simply defining what are you going to bring to the table and what do you need to hire for? And then how do you create an ROI from that? It's very simple. Gosh, I I mean, Carrie, you are a wealth of knowledge. And that's an understatement when it comes down to, I mean, we could have an entire episode just on this one section here. And I know that everybody's freaking out right now. So, um, you know, hopefully I'm not throwing you under the bus, but uh, please everybody out there, follow Carrie, you know, connect with her on social media, reach out. There's so many venues and there's so many things. We we didn't discuss um, hyperfast agents. So, I mean, that is a, an additional wealth of knowledge and so much information for people to really understand. So uh, that's another avenue. I didn't know if you wanted to talk about that a little bit, Carrie, before we move on to the next question. I mean, I just think it's so valuable. Thank you. I appreciate you bringing that up. So I think one thing you get is I'm passionate about building teams, mm-hmm. right? Like it is, it's a, it's something that wakes me up in the morning and I think, oh, you know what we could do for our agents? We could do, we could do this. We could help them build out this thing to get more SOI. Right. And people are like, you are such a loser, but I love this stuff. And I like collaborate with agents all over the country. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, you know what I learned from this person? And we can apply that in our business. And that's, that's another um, lesson. And then I'll tell you about why I believe hyperfast agent is so valuable for agents. A lesson is don't be afraid to copy. A lot of the best ideas that I've ever had came from talking to someone with a martini in my hand at the bar late at night because I wanted to learn as much as I could before I went to bed. Right. And then it was that one idea that I'm like, Oh, that's brilliant. I could do that. And people are willing to let you copy from other markets. That's why you have to come together with real estate agents from around the country and collaborate. Right. Agreed. Agreed. It's amazing. They are like, here you go. Take this mm-hmm. whole program, take this whole campaign and run with it. Sure. So with hyperfast agent, one of the things that I've seen over the years is that people have a really hard time creating duplicatable processes. And I understand that because when I started creating those duplicatable processes, I'd done it wrong a hundred times, right? Yeah. I was hiring really quickly out of the gate. And so I said, how do I take working with a buyer and, and not only talk to you about here are the steps, but here's what you say mm-hmm. in each phase so that it's an exact duplicatable model. So for some team leaders, they use hyperfast agents so they can onboard team members 
and teach them exactly how to do the business because they're too busy. They're the people who are hitting 50 transactions and then thinking about hiring and they don't have the time to do a really good job training their agents because they really are running around like a unicorn in that moment, just trying to survive to get someone onboarded. So that's what we help with. We come in and really teach, okay, how do you succeed at working with a buyer? How do you succeed at working with a seller? Hmm. How do you handle lead generation? Like all of those strategies we've put into courses that are step by step by step, play by play. Wow. You get the presentations, you get everything. Huh. And, and to me, very, very similar to what your initial note was talking about is, you know, surrounding yourself with great minds and people and, and, and believing in coaches and mentors. I mean, what an amazing opportunity for the Titan nation out there to really just understand hyperfast. And, you know, if this, if any of this is speaking to you, please, please visit the site. Carrie, what's the best way for everybody to get a hold of, of hyperfast and kind of dive into, you know, the information and see if it's right. What's the best Sure, place? Completely hyperfast Academy. Okay. Um, and if you go there and there's a course that you're interested in, but you have more questions, just type in any questions you have and I'm happy to answer them. I created it because I want to help you guys succeed when you're hiring and onboarding so you can make more money and have success and grow the life you want. I know what can stand in the way of that. And that's when you hire somebody and it doesn't work out, right? It sucks your time and energy and money. And then it makes you think you can't do it. And you can, I absolutely know you can. This is beautiful. Carrie, this is incredible information. We'll have links in the comments down below as always so that you can again dive into this information if this is something you want to out there. Uh, Carrie, I do want to shift gears. Now, this particular question, it changes the tone a little bit. It's the tricky part of the series and interview. It's the challenge question. So I lead into it with every Titan this way. We all have challenges and struggles in our lives, personally or professionally. No one's exempt. Whether it's in the past, we're dealing with it now, or we haven't quite experienced it yet, but we will. But I'm a firm believer, it's not so much what happens, but what we learn and how we respond and what we can share with others for inspirational purposes that truly matters. And not to downplay pain or sorrow, but Carrie, if you're comfortable sharing a personal or professional challenge that you dealt with, you overcame, became stronger because of it, what's that look like for you? Yeah, I know the exact one that I'll share. Um, I'm really loyal. And I'm loyal to a fault. And so sometimes in the past that has caused me to wait too long to let people go. Mm. And so I think it's really easy as the leader when somebody is not doing their job and they have a bad attitude, right? Like that's easy. We're like, okay, it's time for them to go. Mm -hmm. What's hard is when they stop being able to perform because the job changes as the team grows. Uh. Right. And so I had two individuals that probably a year to two years too long, I kept them in a position where they couldn't keep up anymore and it wasn't making them feel good. Mm -hmm. And it was making the rest of the team question me as a leader Mm. because they were seeing the shortcomings and they were their peers. And I was constantly feeling like with with another, go and do another Tony Robbins event with another coaching with something else. We could make it work because I didn't want to let somebody go. Hmm. And I think where I am today, I'm a lot faster to say, Hey, I don't think it's going to work. Hmm. Um, and I realized that I'm letting my team down. If I don't have, if I don't make that hard decision right. or if I don't gather information about how others are feeling, 
Hmm. Um, and the hardest time is when it's someone on your leadership team, guys, hmm. because those are the people who have been there in your organization the longest. Wow. But that doesn't mean that their skill and their ability scales with growth, mm-hmm. right? So you yeah. have to really analyze, is there another opportunity? And a huge mistake I've made that's been very painful is because I hold on to those people, then I try and find them another role. Right. Income often is not in line with the other role. Right. So if you're going to transition them out of a one position into another position and overpay them to do what somebody else would do for half the price, done it. Right. Done it. Ouch. It's just not a good idea. You mm. have to make the right decision for everybody because the whole team's livelihood is in your hands, right? right. So it's been, it's, that's been a hard one for me. Wow. And I, I know that there's people that are watching or listening, and I'm sure that they've felt the same uh, pain with their team as they grow and, and had that, that scaling. And, and ultimately, my takeaway from that is obviously your loyalty, right? That's a good thing to be loyal, but that's loyalty to a fault. And, and we all deal with that, the loyal people out there. But it's also showing your heart, your compassion, you know, you care. And so you're, th- at least in my mind, you're thinking, how can I make this work? And unfortunately, as you stated, you're not doing them any favors, really. And you're not, more importantly, you're not doing the team any favors by trying to figure something out like that. And, and it sounds easy to say it, and it's a different thing to physically be in it. But I, I love the fact that you were comfortable to share that story, Carrie, because I know that somebody out there is going through that right now. And somebody like you who's been through that and seen that, maybe this is what they needed to say, okay, it's, I have to stop. I have to change. Um, you know, it's, it's an unfortunate reality, but uh, yeah, I mean, just thanks for sharing that, Gary. It's important. I appreciate it. It's not easy to air your stuff out in front of everybody, uh, you know, but it gives good perspective on, on things. And again, it doesn't let you hinder. It doesn't make you a bad person. It's just at the end of the day, you have to do what's right for everybody in your life. And, and that includes that person. So absolutely. It, it is very important to their life too, because they know that it's not going well and they know that they're letting the team down when they're not in the right role. Right. I, so t- to me, I, I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm really glad that you mentioned that. And again, that's very detailed into, into what things are going. So everybody, hopefully you appreciate that. I know I do. Uh, so Carrie, let's go into a softer question. This is actually oh, one of good. my favorites. Woo. We got through the tough stuff. We're, we're through that. So um, this is actually one of my favorites. It's the travel back in time question. So uh, we don't have a time machine. We can't travel back in time. However, if you could go back and give your younger self a piece of advice or two, any time frame, any age range. And this is not to really change who you are, what you've done, because the positives and negatives you went through made you who you are today. But with that being said, if you could talk to your younger self any time frame, what would you say to young Carrie? Okay, I, this one I know. Okay. Um, so imagine I sold hundreds of families new homes. <laughs> Then I got into general brokerage Hmm. and I didn't stay in touch with all of those people that I loved that loved me because at that point in my career, I didn't understand marketing, Hmm. right? It's like, oh man, because now I feel like that's one of my strengths. But in the Hmm. moment, there were so many of them. Right, and right. so the idea of even spending the money to stay in touch with them, I was like, I can't afford to do that. Hmm. No, <laughs> is that right? So at that point, I don't, I didn't have a CRM. 
I had okay. a cell phone where I just like stayed in touch with people, right? Sure. So sure. I went back, I would say, you know, get a really inexpensive CRM. Okay. I would have, even if I was only staying in email communication, I had all of their email addresses. I didn't do that. Wow, like, okay. ah! That was the biggest mistake I made. And I think that there are people making that mistake right now and they don't know it. They don't even know they're doing it. So Mm -hmm. the relationships with your past clients are critical. Mm -hmm. Um, I think if I had had client events, I could have easily invited them to come out and like do an event. I could have done a fall festival that would have been really inexpensive and kept those people close. Right. I had helped them pick out all the selections, design their new home often. Mm. I had deep relationships with them. And so it was really fear of spending money, I guess, at first that prevented me from doing that and just not knowing what to say or what to do. Mm. But I would have put myself in the room with uh, other real estate professionals that were crushing it sooner because that came from that period of 2008 to 2010 where I was just trying to figure it out and walking that dark circle. Yeah. I, I, but I, I think that that's, that's sound advice and, and, and you already mentioned it. People that are watching or listening to this now, there are so many that are not or that are not even aware, as you said, of, of that problem, that issue. So we can take action today. We can't affect the past. It is what it is, but we can affect today and our future by the actions that we're taking and the advice that we're listening to. So to me, Carrie, that's sound advice for everybody, myself included, who's listening to this is really focus on you know your sphere and get that into a, a scaled aspect of a CRM or some kind of automation or some kind of leverage where you're touching and you're communicating and you're st- staying top of mind. Um, just and you're loving way. on, you're loving on those people who, you know, I, I'll tell you another really difficult yeah, um, yeah. one. So a lesson I learned, I had clients, um, my very first listing, was a referral from someone I used to sell new homes with. And my, most people's first deal is a buy side, right? Mine was mm-hmm. a list side. Okay. My very first open house, I arrived 30 minutes early with balloons and bagels and the first person who came bought it. Okay. Wow. And so they loved me because I sold it the first day. Mm-hmm. I got them asking price. Like they were just like, Oh, you're so amazing. And I'm like, Oh, thank God. I'm amazing. This is good. <laughs> like, this um, is great. It worked. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so I helped them buy a condo down the street. Well, very quickly after they moved in, they decided it was too small. And my name is Carrie Scholl. Mm -hmm. So K-E-R-I. They thought it was spelled C-A-R-R-I-E. And they thought Scholl was spelled S-C-H-U-L-L. Well, I was brand new. I had a Remax like off the shelf website. And they, because they were so happy with my service, and she was a business owner. Uh-huh. She kept searching everywhere for me. And so it took them three months. They called the Remax International and they were like, we can't find our real estate agent. She's so good. There's no way she left the business. And so they said, this is her name. Wow. Found the information and they found me. Okay. And so she said, Carrie, if we didn't love you so much, we wouldn't have waited three months to sell our home. We're so busy. Like, how dare you not stay in touch with us? And I was like, how dare I not stay in touch with her? Yeah, so it's... that, I, I think that lesson I had to learn a couple times, right? Sure. It was like, first, I didn't stay in touch with all of these communities that I should have. And then mm. 
I had clients that closed and I didn't have a plan for immediately loving on them and staying in touch. So that's a big thing that we do today. Wow. But everybody out there just listening to that story and really understanding the importance of that. And no matter what you do and how good you are, I mean, I think the most important thing is how you make people feel. And you obviously made them feel a certain kind of way to say, we're going to wait three months. We're going to track Carrie down. We don't know how to spell her name, all these different things that are going on. And look what happened. And I think that Again, a lot of that pressure can be alleviated and there's so many professionals out there and we've all heard it time and time again. Oh gosh, you know, I was talking to a buddy of mine and they ended up buying a house and they didn't hear about it and they're a real estate professional. Why didn't I get a call? Are you in their lives? Are you letting them know what's going on? I mean, there's so many transactions that are dropped and missed because of the follow-up or lack thereof. And that's not just with lead gen as you discussed earlier, but that's with physical people that you know in your sphere. It's so sad, Carrie. But, um, you know, again, as you were talking about through Hyperfast, really understanding courses and systems and building that together and having that there so that if you don't know what you're doing and you're tripping over yourself like this, as is Carrie saying, because everybody does at some point, no one's perfect, right? But oh, yeah. you have to make a conscious effort to learn and learn from greatness and then try to apply that to your personal market and life. And I, I love what you're representing and what you say, Carrie. I know everybody's just getting really excited and amped just like I am. This is great stuff. Um, but I do want to shift on this particular question. Now, this one ends up being the secondary crowd pleaser, if you will, because everyone wants to learn the way the Titans learn. So uh, at the end of the day, it, books you're reading or read that inspire you. Uh, podcasts that you love to listen to, uh, other influencers or coaches that you really tune into, uh, if there's events or mastermind groups, how are you feeding your mind, Carrie? So uh, I love this question. And I love that you said, how are you feeding your mind? Because a lot of people focus on what books are you reading? Mm -hmm. And I don't think books are the number one source of me getting a, a leg ahead in right. um, business, it's always been people for me. So um, one of my favorite, I do the closing table mastermind. Okay. I don't know if you're familiar with that, I'm but not. Lana is actually in it with me. Oh, hey, shout out to Lana, another fellow Titan right here. Yeah, so. she's amazing. <laughs> yes. So I, because of that group, um, I've become friends with Billy Jean, who I think is an absolutely incredible influencer. Wow. And he focuses on video marketing. If you don't okay. know who Billy Jean is, look him up. The guy is hilarious. Yep. Um, I've been able to connect with people that I would have never dreamed of having a relationship with hmm. and be in the room and pick their brain and learn from them and, and also develop some really exciting partnerships through that. Wow. So I think that when you start putting yourself in the room, one of the things that I learned was, hey, other people in this room are doing development and I'm not. Hmm. Why? I am so well positioned to consider this. And so from two years ago, when I was in the room hearing the first person speak about it to now, I have 80 units that my husband and I are developing with our business partner. Incredible. And that's just a game changer, right? Yeah. For long-term wealth creation. Sure. So for, for me, it's always about the people. Noah Ostroff is someone that I've been friends with. He's out of Philadelphia. If you haven't interviewed him, you definitely should. Oh my gosh. Uh, Gary, I'm going to reach out. I, I will definitely reach out. Any recommendation? Honored for sure. He's amazing. So I think it's a lot of recognizing the people that you learn from. And then when you learn something from them, figuring out how you can add value for their life. Right. Yes. And if you're really aware of that, 
and you're really conscious about it, then it's just, you keep helping each other grow and you keep creating connections for each other so that you learn from them, they learn from you, and it just takes your relationship to the next level. So my biggest advice is put yourself in the right room. I, I couldn't have said that any better. And I, I know that there's so many people and that's, that's been echoed through several Titans uh, through the series. It really is people. I, and, and again, nothing against podcasts or books or YouTube videos or, or coaches, things like that. But I, again, the, the mastermind, the conversation, the, the, the cocktail that you said, having with producers and having those conversations and learning and growing from each other, huge, huge way. And then again, just very similar to, books or podcasts or, or conferences, having those conversations and getting put in the right room is one thing, but then taking it and applying it, right? So it's all that applied knowledge, wherever you're getting that knowledge from. And you do that, you live that, you breathe that. And if anybody's out there watching or listening, please get in the room and then take some action and then get in the room again and take more action and, and just keep going and keep growing. Um, I, I think that's beautiful, beautiful stuff um, all the way through and through. But Carrie, this has been just an absolute pleasure. I mean, just packed full of incredible information. Your energy is absolutely through the moon and through the roof. Uh, I want to finish everything up with just one more question. And this ends up being the quote or mantra that sums you up as a person, as a professional. What's that look like for Carrie Shaw? Who? That's a tough one. I, I leave it that at the That is end. a tough one. <laughs> a quote. Um, so the biggest thing that I think is a re- Repetitive that comes up for me mm-hmm. uh, is that you want to put yourself in the room with people who have already been where you want to go. Love it. Love it. It's a continual nature of what you've said from start to finish and um, surrounding yourself with, with like-minded individuals and pushing each other and, and, and really extending the boundaries of what we can do as business professionals. But uh, not just as entrepreneurs, but in real estate in general, I think that there's, there's so many bars that can be set higher and higher. Uh, and you know, Carrie, you're doing that and then some, so it's just, uh, it's an honor. I, I can't stress that enough. I, I thank you so much. You are an official real estate Titan. So I have to say that ah, it's an official thing. So officially a Titan. Uh, but, uh, yeah, thanks again, Carrie. It's an honor. And Everybody out there, thank you so much, as always, for your love and support, your time and attention. If you like here with the Real Estate Titans, don't forget to like, subscribe. You know what to do at this point. I have to give our sponsor a quick shout out, Lionbolt Media. If you are in real estate, you're looking to grow and scale your business digitally, lots of market share, massive amounts of attraction and attention to buyers and sellers, but then scaling and leveraging and automating the back end through follow-up and systems, take a look at lionboltmedia.com. Uh, We are live here on Real Estate Titans every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. We'll catch everybody in the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Thanks, Carrie. Bye, everybody. Thanks, Greg.